What it do, what it do, what it do, y'all. It is your girl, Step Love, representing the 601 Mississippi and here for this lovely podcast, Love My Dirty South. Of course, I'm here with another episode and a new season. We on season two, so y'all already know it's bigger and better things in the making, okay? So season two is just going to consist of more creatives maybe y'all see some people in here that y'all know or don't know you feel me it's gonna be just all different vibes and just a different environment okay but nevertheless i'm not gonna prolong y'all i'm gonna go ahead and introduce y'all with my first guest of the day his name is go ahead and tell him who you is <laughs> i'm bj king taylor yeah okay and you representing where where you from i'm from athens georgia 706 Okay, and if y'all didn't hear, he is a DJ, so tell him what your name is or your DJ, your stage name. DJ King Taylor, you know, repping the 706, <laughs> Atlanta's hottest young DJ, and I'm standing on that. Period. Yeah, I heard that. Okay. So what did life look like for you growing up down south? Well, I'm from Athens, so only thing we have is UGA, University of Georgia. Everything revolves around that in that city, so besides UGA... It's nothing else. So growing up, it was like, okay, what you can do to get out of Athens. That's how I felt and strive to every time. It's like, am I going to leave Athens or are you going to stay and go to UGA? That's how I was in my city growing up. Like when people think about Athens, they going, you know, obviously think Georgia mm -hmm. and that it might be white. But nah, Georgia, Athens is really black. I was trying to say, what the hell in Athens? Literally. Other than they raising canes. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all got in Athens? Literally, every, everything is just UGA or nothing else. It Not don't UGA. feel like it's no real opportunity mm -hmm. in Athens. So it's really just a country town, okay. country college town. Yeah. Is that where your family from? Yes. Okay. So growing up now south, did you have any hardships or anything as a young buck? Well, uh, obviously, with... Our town, it just, it don't give you no opportunity really for the youth, like to strive. Like every time in schools or we doing anything, guess what? They're trying to promote UJ, which is one of the hardest schools to get into in the state. I know that. Especially for black people. Mm -hmm. So try, and we have two high schools, both of them majority black. And then, you know, maybe one private school in the outer area, which is where all the you know, other races you primarily go. So it's really no opportunity there. And, like, if you get stuck there, it, it feels like you're going to be stuck there forever. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to diss on my city. I love my city. It You know, I grown there. It raised me, and I left. But I'm always humble to come back home. But I do want to see, like, more opportunity. And, you know, everybody just like, yeah, UGA, but after is its own thing. Besides UGA, it's like UGA bigger than the city itself, mm -hmm. which is crazy. So you basically were saying that there is little institutes for black students, right? Yes. Down there? Definitely. Okay. So like one from up from Mississippi, and um, there was a time, of course, you know, Mississippi was known for being racist and things of that nature. So would you kind of compare that to Athens? Like, did you experience anything racist being from Athens? Uh, I wouldn't say really racist, but it just is... And I like to use the word, it's real segregated. Mm, how's it, what? No, you got to tell them how it's segregated. It's real segregated. It's because I want to say the black people are homegrown. They've been there for years, generations after generations. But when it comes to the white people in the city, the only reason they're there is because 
they went to Georgia in like the, you know, they went to Georgia in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and they stayed there and built their families there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's you got these generations that been in Athens or you have these people who just started up Athens because, oh, yeah, I went to college here. I love it. So it's real distinct, like, between the homegrown black people and then the do cover white people. And, like, every time I go back, I only go back home, like, three times a year, even though it's, like, hour drive. And every time I come back, I see a new place, new gas station or, like, or just somewhere tore down, like, a project tore down. Next thing you know, they build it some UGA dorms there. I'm like, dang, it's like that? Yeah. Okay, so you gave us a little one, too. Now, did you go to college? I did. What college you went to? I went to Georgia State, State Never Southern, class of 22. Know Period. That. Okay, wait, so why you didn't go to UGA? Because uh, I didn't want to stay at Athens. And also, you know, hey, not not for the flip. My GPA wasn't high enough to get in there. Hello. But hey, look, Georgia State <laughs> said, come on, and you know. Best four years of my life. Yeah. Okay. So, what did you major in at GSU? Sports administration. And how the hell you end up a DJ? Exactly. That's <laughs> Let's funny. talk about that. So, you went to Georgia State. What year? I went to Georgia State in 2017. 2017. Okay. And you majored in sports administration. Why? Because uh, when I came up at Athens, I was ri- I, you think maybe because I'm DJ. Oh, I was always life in Athens. No, I was a lame. <laughs> I was a lame. I wasn't doing nothing. So in eighth grade, I didn't play no sports, no nothing. But eighth grade, I just always loved sports. Eighth grade, middle school, I started doing the scoreboard for our basketball games, boys and girls. And then also on top of that, I played music off a laptop. So that transitioned into my dad. Like my mom would say, oh, yeah, do you know? uh, Well, my real name is Chandler, by the way. My real name is Chandler. My mom told my dad, oh, you know, Chandler, DJ the basketball games. And my dad took that and ran with it. Like, what he do? Nearly just play music off of YouTube, off a of laptop. And he bought me my first turntables in eighth grade. Never used them until college. So your dad bought you your first turntable? Yes. Okay, so he so he supported your dreams of being a DJ? Yeah, because he can, he grew up in Alabama. So mm, okay. And, you know, he grew up in a time where like, oh, DJs, if you were a DJ, you were the baddest thing walking around. So <laughs> he had that dream in the back of his head, and he heard that from my mom, which I just like, no, I'm not a DJ. Yeah. I just played music off a laptop. Okay, uh, now let's get into you transitioning to being a DJ. How did you get into it, meaning like falling in love with it, right? And what and how did you acquire your different styles? So in 2018, my second semester of college, uh, I started working at the movies and I was taking six classes. <laughs> so every time I get out of class, I hop on a barter to go to work and then repeat every day. So I got tired at one point. I really did just get tired. I'm like, bruh, I really got to get, do all these classes, get on the barter to work for minimum wage. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I stay in my freshman dorm, uh, Sixth Flow, Sixth Flow. You know, hey, we we still connected to this day. Sixth Flow, uh, freshman year, Piedmont Central. Good times. I love my floor. But it was another DJ his name was his name is DJ Summer. He go by Dior made it now. He produced. Crazy enough. This this my homeboy. This is how I really first met him. 
he was in the study room and just playing all of these turntables. And I'm like, you DJ too? He's like, yeah, I'm just starting. And find out it's the same turntables my dad gave me when I was eight. That's crazy. So now me, I'm in college. I have my own laptop. I'm like, shoot, let me go pick these up from the house and see what it's all about. And this at a time where Samo, he was starting to get into the house parties. Like, this is around 2018 where college parties, oh, you go to the house and you actually, like, go to a party. Mm-hmm. So that that became a whole boy. I just kept going to parties with him. You know, I'm like, dang. And we just practiced in that study room, like, every other day. And then that's how I got better. And it took me, like, really two, three years before I started getting booked for parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I had to develop my own flow. Obviously, you know, he doing his own stuff. I can't do everything he do, but he doing his own motion. I had to learn and start where I started at. Okay, so do you have, like, your own specific style, right? Yeah, uh, every DJ had a style. Had a style. How, wait, now, how would you describe your style? You got to tell them that, how you, you describe your style. My style? I'll, I'm going to make it a party. Like, if, I, if you come to one of my parties, I'm on the mic. You're going to laugh, you're going to party, you're going to dance. I'm going to make sure you get involved. Like, if it's a party where I can move around on top of DJing, I'm going to go around to the people sitting down and be like, uh, get up, let's have some fun. Like, parties got to be fun. That's what I want to do because we're in clubs where it's full of sections, sitting mm-hmm. down, popping bottles. No, get up, have fun with your people. Yeah, period. I like that. Now, do you have, like, a specific tagline or, like, something that you say to the crowd? <laughs> uh, I got... Like, it's DJ King Taylor or something. Uh, I don't know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I literally, for me, I, I say, I get on the mic and say whatever. <laughs> you say whatever, so you don't have, like, a consistent tagline that you say. I mean, I do, you know, I have some things that work here and there, but I always try to be different because... Mm-hmm. It might be, it's always going to be new people at your party. It's always going to be old people. And you always got to keep improving and, you know, see what works for you. And then what work, what works, what don't work. And what you can do to come up with some new stuff that make you a different DJ than everybody else. Okay. So while you've been DJing, have you ever like worked with a celebrity or just someone that's like known in the city right now? Uh, in the city? Yeah. Huh, there's been plenty of times where I've just been DJing and you never know who you gonna meet. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think one of the first few people I really met, like, DJing, like, I was DJing like a uh, R&B night and then Neo just came up. Neo, okay. Like, Neo just came up. I mean, like, hey, okay, cool. But I ran into so many people, like, just at my gigs. And then, you know, just come up and be like, hey, what's up? And, like, what are you doing at the club on a Tuesday night? Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> just chilling. But it's Atlanta. You run into everybody. I ran into Young Jock, Bow Wow, 21 Little Harold, Slime Life, uh, NLE Chopper. And then some of these people I actually DJ for. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just like, oh, they're going to come through. Uh, drop, uh, here, here's, uh. Here's six songs. Play them. They offer to perform. What? Like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> Wait, so so what was you doing in that situation? Say little baby Connie be like, hey, I need you to play this right now. Like, tell us the process, how it's going to oh, go it's about. It's go time. It's, it's go, go time? time. Okay, like, so you got to let us know, like, the steps. Like, right, what you so, do first? So, <laughs> so the big thing is, 
First of all, if like if it's somebody big like that, and let's say they dropped the song the day before, it's Saturday night. You in the club? I'm just DJing, you know, regular set. Little baby dropped the song last night, Friday. It'll be some random person come up to you. You don't know who they are. They could be your manager, homeboy, or what? Hey, you got a new little baby? Let's say I don't have it. I don't. No, no I ain't, ain't downloaded. Cause yeah. think about DJing. You got to download stuff. Or you can play it off the internet, but uh, that's iffy. Let's mm -hmm. say you don't have no service in no club or something, you can't play it. So he'll come to you, hey, you got that new uh, baby freestyle part two? I'm like, no way. Well, get it. He finna perform it in five minutes. Like, how you gonna, how you gonna get it? If they don't airdrop it to me, send it to me, I gotta go on YouTube or find <laughs> it and download it and make sure I'm ready in five minutes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all of that. And you can't be pressured about it. So if you ain't got no service, uh, somebody gonna have to make some work. There's yeah. plenty of times I had to download a whole set list and I'm like, I barely got service. So it take like five minutes to download just one song. I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I didn't even know I was DJing for a person. Yeah. It, it's funny, but it's just like, you never know what can happen. Yeah, it's a process. So, yeah. Okay, so who did you look up to or who do you look up to now in the game that's like a DJ? DJ-wise? Mm -hmm. uh, crazy because I'm at a point now where it's like, I'm looking at the... EDM DJs, the people who get booked for festivals. Okay, wait, what EDM stand for? Because I don't know. Electronic dance music. Okay, you got to yeah. tell them that. What, what does it stand for? Electronic and dance music. Okay, be it. You know, the beep, 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 beep. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like the Coachellas. Oh, like okay. Not, oh. Not so. just the Rolling Louds. Okay. Like Coachellas, La La Paloozas. Oh, like, okay. I'm looking up to see where I can take my my DJ and DJ career on the next level. So like something bigger. Yeah. Like a live concert. Yeah, like live concert, live festivals where I, I'm getting booked off of my name. Like, oh, King Taylor be like, oh, I'm coming there just to listen to King Taylor. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to get to that point because right now I'm just I'm just 24, but I got college game on lot. I got 18 plus on lot. I got 21 on lot. I get booked like six times a week. Yeah. And it's just like, I worked over the past four or five years to get to where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. And like, where else can I go? Like, I have a lot of DJs I work with who are DJs for some of the biggest artists out there. Cardi, Lucci, uh, Thug, Offset, uh, Cardi B, uh, who else? Uzi. Yeah. I, um, so many people. DJ BJ, Young Duty. I know so many of these DJs in my phone. Be like, Taylor, what's up? Like, these are really like my OGs. I'm like, what's up, man? They, they'll be like, yes, I know Taylor. Like, yeah. and everybody got somebody. And then I'm at a point where like, I'm not at the festival yet, but I know it' gonna come one day. Like, yeah, it's gonna happen for sure. So, have you had like any setbacks so far being a DJ? Like, have you had anything that was like really annoying? Just ticked you? I'd be like, fuck this shit. I ain't doing it no more. Uh, <laughs> it'd be it'd be so nice. You'd be like, bro, they're my loud like DJ. Like, yeah. You know, uh... Okay, well, how... Take us back through those nights, like, when you be like, man, this ain't where it's at. Man, uh, so... Before I got booked for parties, I was a company DJ. Uh, and... Making, you know, just... Little money here and there. But it was booking. So, I wasn't tripping. Like, I'd be there two hours, play some music for comedy. And it's just like, dang, like... 
I know I could get bigger, but it was like when I first started off. So I couldn't really complain, but I wasn't big into comedy. So you be in there for like two hours listening to comedy, just waiting, like cue, all right, let me have my music. But it's an older crowd, so it's mm -hmm. not like I know I'm going to blow up off of this. Mm -hmm. But it was still the opportunity that was given to me. And I appreciate that. But it's just something like, like, dang. Like, I'm going to parties here, DJs. I'm like, this dude ain't good. Yeah, he I can ain't do me. better. <laughs> yeah. like, and it, you know, when it comes to certain parties, like, you you might have that one party where it might be uh, maybe a certain person come at you just all with fugazi. You're like, mm -hmm. bruh, go on, have a good time. And it's just like, let's have some fun. Like, and you'd be like, this is not what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. I don't need this. But I always look at it like, I have good nights, I have bad nights. And it don't stop me. Like, that one moment won't stop me because I'm like, I'm still growing. It's going to be nights I'm not going to like, but it's going to be like that. Like, everyday jobs. There are going to be days you don't like, mm -hmm. but the next day can be better. Okay, so DJing is like a career for you right now. Yes. Okay, now how long do you, can you see yourself being a DJ, especially with Atlanta? Because, you know, living in Atlanta, you got to have, like, so many jobs. You got to really keep up with the city life. So, like, how is DJing for you right now? DJ for me right now, it pays the bills. Yeah. So I ain't tripping. <laughs> but I always think, like, with COVID, COVID shut down DJing mm -hmm. for a good minute. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I was still in college, so that didn't really affect me, but... I always thought about, like, what one day I piss off the wrong person and then I get, like, basically, like, a little shadow man or nobody want to book me. Like, oh, no, but Taylor because he did this. Like, what would I do? Luckily, I got my degree. So I can always go into my field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something I want to do. Like, DJ night job, daytime, I'm using my degree. And, you know, have both worlds. Honestly, I'm 24 I don't know. There's some old DJs DJing for college parties that I don't feel like should be DJing. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to ride it out. You never know what can happen tomorrow, the next day, day after that. So Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up here, I want you to tell someone that's out there wanting to be a DJ, um, that may need some inspiration or just, you know, a couple words. What would you tell them? So I would tell you this. Be different. Be yourself. Bring your energy to the party. You can always listen to other DJs and copy them. Not copy. Let me not use copy. We always <laughs> going to get inspired by other people. There's been a few people that use some of my mixes. Oh, shit. Is that shots? They're not shots. It this ain't, is uh, real. <laughs> I'm but just saying, look, we get real over here. <laughs> but look, there's been a few people mixes I use. So oh, I'm damn. Not, exactly. <laughs> it, it's, just deep. it's just how it is. It's just how it DJ. is. Okay. But... Be creative, be you. You got to go out there and talk to your promoters because it's so many people asking me, hey, what can I do to be a better DJ and or host? You got to talk to promoters. You got to make it known that you actually DJ, you actually work. Like, you, it's going to be sometimes you DJ for two people, maybe zero. But as long as you have it lit, you can do it. That's all it is. You just got to work and your time comes. It took me four years to get to where I'm at now. So take your time, work on your craft, build out social media. And that's on to me too. That's what I got to say myself. Yeah. But build out your social media, connect with promoters, connect with everybody. Shadow DJs, 
go just get your face card up. Get your face card up. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Okay. You get your face card up and you can walk into clubs for free. You know you're going to be in there. Yeah. I'm saying that. You that one. Yeah, yeah period. Sure. Okay, so go ahead and tell the people where they can follow you and keep up with you at. So my Instagram is DJ King Taylor. That's where you can follow me for my moves, parties, everything lined up. If you want to book me, DJ King Taylor. Just hit me up there. Period. And you already know you can follow the podcast, Dirty Staff Network, on IG and keep up with the podcast, Love My Dirty Staff Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And before we leave, y'all know I can't let him go without spending a little something for y'all. So we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Peace. What it do, what it do, what it do, y'all. So like I said, nevertheless, I had to have my DJ come and look, scratch some for y'all. You feel me? So this is DJ King Taylor once again. Make sure y'all follow him on Instagram and all that cool stuff and keep up with him, okay? I'm going to let him do his thing and I'm going to hop on out of here. So stay tuned. It is King Taylor, man. Oh, oh, oh. 
It's King Taylor, man. It's King Taylor, man.